All right, and aloha, and thank you everyone so much for joining in for another Druid and Mystic Dream Discussion Circle. Uh, my name is Brendan, aka Mystic Spider-Man, one of the one part of the Druid and Mystic uh, collaboration here, and we also have, uh, of course, Lacey, Paper Druid, and uh, we've also got Devin and Candace with us here today to be able to start things off. So thank you again so much, everyone, for joining into these broadcasts that we do here through Paradigm Shift Central. Uh, obviously, this is like our, our first like official one uh, from Lacey and I coming back after the birth of our son River. So thank you everyone so much for the uh, kind words and congratulations. And we're excited to be able to get back into doing more of these regular events. Uh, the Dream Discussion Circle is something that we began several, several months ago. It's something that Lacey and I are obviously very passionate about. And again, we'll just go take a moment here, just do a quick introduction, go over some of the intention, take a couple breaths together, and then we'll get right into the discussion. Quick thing with the Druid and Mystic Dream Discussion Circles, I've set it up in a way where people can join either through a couple methods. They can join through being a Patreon member and they can also join through individual ticket purchases. Uh, so that's a new feature. So if you guys check the top info for this video, you'll see a link to what is my snip feed, which is like my profile link that you'll find through my Instagram. <clears throat> and my TikTok and everything. And in the future, if you guys want to be able to join simply by purchasing a ticket, it's right now currently about $8. And then that gives you access to the Zoom link. And we'll use that method for future events as well, too. But again, if you guys want to be able to get the most value, definitely check out the Patreon. It's an $11 monthly membership, and that gives you access to all the monthly events that we do here on the regular. So with that said, uh, again, all the links that you need for the creators mentioned in today's event are in the info for this video on YouTube. And uh, we'll get things started here and thank you again to our patreon supporters for helping make this broadcast possible so uh, again the intention behind the druid and mystic dream discussion circle this is a place for us as community to be able to practice supporting each other as dreamers it's a place for us to be able to practice talking about the things that we don't normally get a chance to be able to talk about relative to dream stories dream experiences and also to be able to ask some questions share some theories and again just be able to support each other as community so whether you're tuned into this as just like an avid dreamer or someone who is maybe getting new to the practice we hope that tuning into this will give you guys some inspiration and again also connect you with the community to be able to help create more of that accountability and having a community of dreamers uh, is definitely an incredibly valuable tool to be able to help us all grow so we'll come back here with more druid and mystic dream discussion circles on the regular again we're still kind of in this stage where we're figuring out our routines around river and everything but we're hoping to be able to do these at least like twice a month so stay tuned for more and again if you haven't already be sure to check out the patreon and join ahead of time to be able to get access to that so so this episode is broadcast on YouTube. It's also found on Spotify. So if you're on one or the other, feel free to check out both and Spotify Paradigm Shift Radio. So with that said, we'll uh, get things started here and then we'll get right into the discussion. So if everyone wants to just take a moment to just be able to, again, just kind of allow ourselves to just kind of visualize ourselves just chilling out in a circle in physical space and we'll just take a moment here to be able to connect with our breath so if you guys are even tuned into this in the future feel free to join in so just taking a brief moment here to just be able to do like a little micro meditation and you can just kind of wiggle your body roll your shoulders open up your chest relax your face and when you're ready just take a moment here just be able to connect with your breath soft gentle inhales through the nose of the mouth Nice, soft, gentle exhales. And as you breathe here, just finding the natural rhythm of your breath, the intention being to allow yourself to be here now. 
So as we continue to breathe, just allowing the breath to soften us into this moment, to allow us to bring forth our attention to <clears throat> the gratitude that we hold for this space, for the circle. And you guys can kind of visualize all of us sitting in a circle right now as we see each other's faces. We just kind of smile and we just feel this joy of simply being able to connect with other souls on this journey of life. So as we breathe here, just take a moment to be able to acknowledge and express any gratitude to the other people in the circle through your hearts. Maybe just say a couple words through your own through your own voice, your own internal voice, just some words of kindness to the others who are with us here in the circle and those, again, who are a part of the circle who are listening to it in the audience. So let's take a moment here. What do you want to say to everyone for tuning into today's dream discussion circle? Something to nurture their spirit. And just take another deep breath here, soft, gentle inhales. Nice big exhale, a bit of a sigh if you need it. <sighs> Continuing to find the rhythm of your breath when you're ready, you guys can gently open your eyes and return your awareness to the space around you. Beautiful. All right. Okay. So with that said, thank you again, everyone, for joining in. <clears throat> and we hope that, again, you know, as we continue to do these, more people will be able to join in as we go. I know we got a couple of people who are probably going to be joining in on the fly, but nonetheless, four people is uh, definitely enough to be able to dive deep into the dream discussion. So let's just take a moment here to be able to just kind of go around the circle and allow people to be able to share a little bit about, you know, like what their current dream practice may look like, as well as any dream stories. Uh, we'll go through those kind of on the second pass around the circle. So um, my quick uh, update in terms of like where my dreams are right now, um, again, being a father, it's very interesting because our sleep schedule is totally just kind of like for the, especially for the first like three weeks, um, it was very minimal and everything like that. So honestly, like me having me taking part in the circle is also me leaning into wanting to be able to develop more of my dream practices because dream practice for me has really been kind of like put to the side. Um, obviously, there's a lot of priorities and everything right now. When I wake up in the, and, and rivers like screaming and looking for food, it, my first instinct isn't to, oh, I got to write that dream down. It's, you know, take care of the baby, take care of the needs. And then usually by that point, like the dreams have just kind of like faded off into the astral, into the ether, so to speak. I have had um, some dreams that have, that have popped up recently that I've been able to have some recalls. So like as our schedule has been changing, I can start to feel my recall coming back. So that's where I'm starting to move into it. Um, I'll try and recall some stories I have, but I, again, right now, like my recall, I would say, and we'll, we'll invite you guys to share this on a scale of one to 10. How's our recall? My recall right now, I would say is like, a, like probably like no exaggeration, like a one or a two. And, um, and me writing and recording down my dreams is currently for the past like month, uh, basically a zero. Um, but again, moving forward into the future, I want to be able to bring more of my practice back into creating dream logs, writing things down. And again, being a part of these discussions and um, yeah, and dreams are very important to me as a way to be able to connect back into like the wisdom of the universe, so to speak. Um, Lacey, we'll pass it over to you. Just give us a quick update. Like how's your dream practice been over the past little bit? And, and if you want to just allude to any dream stories you want to share later, go for it. For sure. Yeah. Uh, for me, I would say very similar to Brendan in the sunslash. <laughs> well, we're, you know, busy with the baby. So I think like you know, I'm having recall, but I'm not necessarily documenting how I normally would. Um, even during like the last couple of weeks of my pregnancy, um, 
you know, I was dreaming a lot. I was having crazy dreams, but I didn't really put the effort into um, documenting them like I normally would. I think I was just going through a rest period and preparing for the birth of rivers. So my energy was elsewhere, which is totally fine. Um, and like Brendan said, I'm eager to get back into my practice, um, documenting more, exploring more, working more with um, lucidity and uh, yeah, just, just challenging myself and seeing what I'm able to do in dream time. Um, yeah, and so I do have some stories I can share that I did write down. Um, a couple of cool ones, one lucid dream I had uh, a couple of weeks ago, um, which was very fascinating. It's not super huge, but it was very interesting uh, what happened in that one. And then oh, there's a couple of or the one I had last night, which I don't have like a, a lot of recall, but I do know like the the major theme and the environment and stuff. So I can share a little bit about that. And then there was a dream last week that I did manage to write down um, that was really cool. Had to do with like energy and like, um, like multi-dimensional like uh, labyrinth spaces. So I will share those um, after. Yeah, so <laughs> my recall, oh, sorry. My recall is like, a four or five, I think. Could be better, that's for sure. That's not too bad, all things considered. So yeah. And then and then it's interesting because like even and I know this because you know, we talk about it where it's like on average, it's like, yeah, like a four or five, but then there are still some days where it's like you come back and if we're talking about it, it's like your recall is like an eight or a nine. Suddenly like, it comes suddenly to me. it kicks up. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> totally. Yeah. It's nice to have the discussion, right? Because like even when me and Brendan, like sometimes we'll, you know, we're busy and we don't first thing in the morning, like shut our eyes and do, do the recall, but we'll be chatting later and we'll have a conversation. We're just hanging out, you know, cooking in the kitchen. And then suddenly we're both like, whoa, whoa, whoa. Like I definitely some crazy stuff happened in my dream time. So I think, you know, if you're not already having those discussions in your personal lives, I would suggest that you open up that um, dialogue and start talking to people and being like, Hey, like, what did you dream last night? Because when we share, we also activate something inside of ourselves to, to put the work in, but also like, yeah, have the recall as well. So. Absolutely. Yeah. And, and again, within this discussion, we'll, we'll get into again, sort of like the experiences, but also the practical tips for people listening to this, but talking about dreams in itself is such a powerful thing. Um, because again, it kind of creates like a second memory. There's like the memory of the dream, but then there's like the memory of talking about the dream, which kind of like makes it more easy to, to so when you're recalling it, you're recalling like the story of you telling it the first time, which makes it easier, which links back to the original memory. Um, so it's like kind of like a fractal of, um, of recall that kind of builds upon itself. So cool. Um, thank you, Lacey, Devin, or Candice, who would like to go next? And we'll pass it over to you guys. And then... I'll go. go um, for me, uh, I would say my dream recall is probably about, uh, well, when I access it, it's about a six or seven um, last night. I had a dream and it was interesting. 
Usually my dreams are mystic, mystical and um, uh, magic, but last night it was like I dreamt, dreamt about uh, my shadow self, my dark side. And so never really got to know her. So I guess it was no mistake for her to come through in dream land, dream time, because my dark self, shadow self, always wanted to be heard and I guess last night it was her time to come and say listen to me (laughs) I have something important to share or say I wasn't really um happy happy-go-lucky because it was a mix of what I deal with on daily basis, daily forces, and then mixed with this reality. And she was just like, telling me that she she's just tired and she just wants clarity of what her place is in the world. So there's more than I'll share as well. So I would say it's pretty it was pretty in-depth because usually to get this level in-depth, <laughs> it, it kind of, it, it kind of uh, brings up a lot of mixed emotions. So it's like, It's like, um, I don't know, it's just like she decided to open the flood floodgates and I guess to remind me that it's not all pink rosy on the time <laughs> there you go <laughs> thank you thank you thank you Candace. and um what you're talking about there is definitely a, a point of discussion i'm sure we could explore and, and it is obviously something that we go back to time and time again within dreams but it was interesting where you're talking about it and i'll just say this real quick and then we'll pass over to Devin. um you know you're talking about it's like it's like oh like my dark self came through and, it, and it's interesting because it's like you know like within dreams like are they a place where we actually kind of get to like converse with other parts of ourself it's like yes there is 
who we're talking as now and who we are when we're like walking about most of the day, but we're, we're not singular beings We're we're complex beings. There's many sort of like, you know, like versions and fractals and reflections of, of who we are. Um, and then especially within the dream plane, you know, it's kind of like this idea. It's like, well, that's where you actually get to connect with more of the multidimensional parts of who we are. And it's also places where the multidimensional parts of ourselves get to communicate with us. You know, it's kind of weird to think that it's like, like, and, and again, this is more of a question. I'm just thinking about this as I'm talking about it, where it's like, it's like, are there parts of ourselves that can talk to each other? And, and, and if we're not having those conversations, then, you know, can there be parts of us, you know, what can is referring to almost kind of like the shadow self that can kind of get repressed. And then we get into this whole discussion of like, well, what is, you know, like, what is the shadow self? And, you know, yeah. we'll probably explore that as we go. Um, um, and we'll pass it to Devin. Uh, sorry. I um, and, uh, yeah, just want to say that um, to that uh, to speak about River is <laughs> like he's he's really cool. Like he's just he he comes to me as a cloning light spirit and even though he's not verbally talking yet but like I used to be non-verbal so like just that like just the way he um, interacts, he's like, he's like, he know, he says, you get me, I get you. And it's yeah. just really cool because even, even before he entered the world, I was getting messages, <laughs> but you being you, Lacey being parents, he's like, wait till I arrive <laughs> to share. So <laughs> I can't so. wait until he's talking about his dreams. We can already tell River's quite the dreamer. I mean, most babies are, man. I'm sure Devin can talk about that. <laughs> like you see their babies, and they're just like. <laughs> and they're making these noises and it's like what are they dreaming about right so um candace thank you again if, if you're okay we'll, we'll pass it over to devin and then we can go back to perfect thank you candace all right so devin we'll pass it over to you thank you so much for joining and again please feel free to just say hello introduce yourself and uh devin also um again we got a lacy and devin both new newer mothers and um yeah excited to be able to see how you guys can relate on some of the the mother dream concepts as well so devin welcome and when you're ready go right ahead and share hey guys so brendan thank you so much for inviting me today because i love talking about dreams um definitely i'm with you since having nikolai um the dream recording and it's just like well i you know i'm good if i got some sleep you know um knockout i wouldn't even say i would say zero recall <laughs> like um up until you know maybe a month or two ago so I'm three months in now. I got a three month old and he sleeps at night. So thank the heavens. So I'm definitely having more dream recall. I also have been drinking uh, 
tart cherry juice before bed. And it really helps like my body ease into sleep and produce melatonin. Um, and I've had some really interesting dreams, but they're not like when I was pregnant, I remember I had a dream, um, before we knew Nikolai was a boy and it was of a baby elephant, but it was like a baby elephant that I could hold. Right. So like the, so the space was totally, um, not realistic to like this world. And so after that dream, I like knew that I was going to be having a boy. I was just like, I know that that was, you know, for some reason. And it was so like a normal thing And my dreams tend to be more recently. Like they feel almost like they're other timelines of myself, like other versions of myself. Um, because they're very similar to, you know, my life now there's similarities, but I can tell the difference and I'm like, Oh, and I'll be in the dream. And I'm like, that's interesting. Um, but I haven't been getting, you know, or same with me. Like I haven't been recording them. Like I have in the past where I know that I can go back and read what I wrote and I can see the symbols a bit more clearly and whatever the message was, I can go back to it. Whereas now having a baby, um, I'm happy just to get enough sleep, you know, and, and to have the conversations and talk about the dreams. You mentioned that it's so important to be able to remember them. And then also I've been seeing that due to, you know, being like, oh, the baby's asleep. Let me just relax. And maybe we'll watch a little TV. And I'm not usually, or I haven't been in the past, somebody who watches a lot of, um, you know, TV series or, or things like that. But my partner does. And so he'll watch things with, you know, like military stuff in it. And then I'll have dreams about it. And I'm like, okay, I have to be really careful about what I'm not exposing myself to, but what I'm letting come into my own imagination and consciousness, because it directly will carry over into my dreams, which I don't know if everyone is um, as sensitive in that manner, but I definitely feel that for myself. And then since having a baby, um, it's really important that I'm not bringing in or I'm not unfiltered letting uh, violence come into my subconscious because then I'll have dreams about it. And I've noticed, I'm like, that's so weird. Why did I have a dream about, you know, being in a dark alley and for, and it's always more of a feeling for me. That's what I always come back to when I'm recalling my dreams and, and kind of feeling out what the message was, what I'm working through, um, on that subconscious unconscious level. And it always comes back to the feeling, but like whatever it looks like can just be off the wall. And I know when I was pregnant, I was having dreams that, I mean, I could recall them, but I was like, I have no idea where that's coming from. Like what? And then, you, and then the baby came and um, no dreams because I barely had any sleep. So <laughs> if I was dreaming, I was not recalling it. And I, I think my body was just going into rest, you know, uh, rest and repair mode. And, and that's what we were doing right yes um but yeah the most recent dream that I had was that I remember I mean I know I'm having dreams every night but the one that I most remember um it was one of those there was a military kind of aspect to it and the feeling was that I was with this group of people and there was one guy who was like a military guy and he was kind of looking out um and making sure we were safe and then at some point it like dawned on me in the dream I realized I was like wait a minute are we in danger you know like am I oblivious to what's going on 
around me. And so when I woke up, I immediately jumped to like, hey, we can't be watching that show anymore. Like I had a dream and it was kind of freaky and kind of spooky and dark and, you know, nothing bad happened, but it was just weird. And then I sat with the feeling of it and I was like, okay, where am I maybe feeling like that in my life? Um, you know, where's that message coming from? It's bringing me to this awareness. Yeah. But what's the feeling of it? So I always, when I talk about dreams, um, and when I record them, when I reflect on them and, and pick up the messaging and the symbols, uh, the feeling is really important because usually the feeling is like the stem of it, at least for me. Um, so yeah, that's, that's where I'm at. And then also, like I said, that tart cherry juice that I drink at night, um, I feel like it enhances my dreams a bit, makes me, uh, I just sleep better. I go into that because I still wake up to feed him um, pretty early in the morning and that kind of breaks, so, <laughs> that kind of breaks the, the continuity of, I guess, my sleep and my dreams. But yeah, that's where I'm at, guys. And there's a, another thing I'm excited about when in terms of being able to go deeper into my dreams and that's um drinking blue lotus tea so I have like a blend I haven't I haven't been drinking it though because I don't know I'm breastfeeding so I, I want to check all the herbs in it um but I hear that it helps um induce lucid dreaming and I've always been a lucid dreamer and since you know being pregnant and having the baby like I feel like I'm less lucid but in a different way because I'm more here in the material which is a I don't know if um anyone here can relate to that but it's a very interesting experience um and lucid dreaming is one of my favorite activities to do when I'm in the flow of doing it it's like you know every day that passes all of a sudden you, you reach like a month you've been recording your dreams and I'm like clear as day I'm like I get it like I'm communicating with my unconscious with my inner most deepest selves. Um, and then also, like I said about the timeline dreams, like I do also believe that I'm possibly popping into and visiting other versions of myself or at least getting glimpses of what's going on in other timelines, um, just because of the fact that there's so many going kind of happening right now in the world, uh, depending on where you look or who you're talking to, people are almost living in completely different realities. Um, so I find that to be really interesting that I'm recalling like popping into those things and that my intuition is leading me to believe that that's indeed what's happening because I'm like, why is it so similar? But there's just little differences that I can tell that they're not the same or I look different. Like I've looked in the mirror in a dream and I have like short straight hair and I'm like, I have long curly hair. Like, that's so weird. Like why, why is that um, different? Why is that something that you know, I'm constructing or I'm seeing, uh, in dream state. So if anyone else this has been happening to you, I would love to hear if, if you feel that timeline kind of immersion or little peaks into, cause I feel like this is the main timeline, um, at least for myself and for everyone it's like, but there's other ones, there's other ones that, uh, are happening simultaneously and who knows how many versions I'm unsure, but I've definitely popped into more than a handful. So yeah, has that happened for anyone else? And so I guess my dreamer call now, I'd say five, maybe six. Um, and that's, I look forward to building that back up and, and just relaxing into the flow and the ebbs and 
being gentle and humbling myself because having a baby, oh my gosh, guys, it's intense. Um, beautiful, beautiful, but the stress on the body and on the mind too, there's so much like we, our hormones are different. You know, we hear the baby cry, we react, you know, there's just so many changes on a physical level um, that they're taken away a little bit from not taken away. It's just a different time in life. Um, and the awareness of our dreams is important. And I want to be able to be an example for the babies growing up that, that this is good conversation to have. And it's important to talk about what goes on in our inner worlds. Um, because I think a lot of suffering and a lot of pain and things like that can be alleviated or helped in some way by just talking and sharing in our experiences. Um, and you never know what insights and flashes of absolute genius will pop up in your dreams too. And you'll have epiphanies and realizations. Or like I said, like I had a dream about uh, a baby elephant and I still remember the eyes of the dream, the elephant in the dream. And I look at Nikolai now and his eyes are finally changing color. Um, and they're moving more towards that brown color that I saw in my dream. And I'm like, I know that was him. Like, I knew we were having a boy from that dream. Um, and it was just like so loving. Again, is that feeling like I felt so much love for this little tiny elephant that I was holding, which in reality, I couldn't hold a baby elephant. So obviously I knew it was a dream um, when I was in there. But yeah, yeah, guys, I think I think that's what I have to share for today. Um, but I would love to hear uh, Lacey and, and Brendan, if y'all have had any of these experiences as well. That's awesome. Devin, thank you so much for sharing and, and beautifully said. And, um, uh, I, I just want to hit upon like two things here and then I'll pass it over to Lacey. Um, one of the things, and again, there's, there's a couple topics here, which we could dive deeper into. Um, cause you were talking about like, you know, it's like, oh, you have the TV on in the background and then it kind of comes into your dream. A key, a key thing here for all the dreamers is, you know, like, remember that like you know as humans we're like energetic sponges so so what we surround ourselves you know like that kind of like becomes a part of like our, our energy field our unconscious even so um as dreamers it's also and this is stuff they talk about in like you know dream yoga and everything like that um it's very important for us to be intentionally aware of what we're putting our focus on because that will fill our dream space. So that's where a lot of people, you know, if they're kind of living an unconscious life, like their dreams will be populated with their fascinations. And, and, and that's basically it. And those fascinations almost are like, like, like they're, they're, they're in between you and the deeper realizations that the dreams have to offer. So, you know, like, like the drunkard will dream of the bar, like the person who like is like addicted with like going to the strip club will dream of the strip club. People who just purely play like violent video games will dream of violent video games. You know, it's, it's relatively speaking, but you know, what would happen for us as individuals to really begin to focus on, if anything, limiting what we're exposing ourselves to or just being more intentional with what we're exposing ourselves to um, so that we can bring more of the focus into the clarity of, of, of the connection between ourselves and the dreams and so if you limit your connection to like you know you your breath your relationships nature and, and and just kind of like all those things that are always present but we don't always pay attention to um, I feel like that's going to clear a runway for more dream messages to be able to come through um, and then the other thing is um, again you know reminding ourselves that like it, it, it yeah like I love what Devin was saying how 
Um, you know, oftentimes, like when we experience something in dream, it's a reflection of something that we're experiencing within our waking life, um, much like what I said. Um, but oftentimes, um, there, there's like specific messages or, or, you know, we're very holographic. So it's like, if there's something frustrating you in your waking life, some sort of dream could arise with some sort of similar frustration. Um, but then it's up to us as a dreamer to be able to take that ne next step to basically have a conversation with ourself and our dream, almost analyze our dream as if we would like a movie and be like, well, what, what does this represent within my life? And, and so um, if we're not intentionally observing or, or analyzing then sometimes we're kind of like missing those connections. Um, and, and, you know, oftentimes dreams can serve many different purposes. They can, you know, they can bring things to, to, to light. Um, they can heal, but they can also give us an opportunity to, you know, like be able to reflect and be like, Oh, like, this is something that, you know, like, like, uh, yes, this, this energy that I'm experiencing in my life is showing up in my dreams, but the dream is actually showing me a way to resolve the energy within my life. So it kind of like affects the waking life affects the dream and the dream life affects the waking life. Um, and then the other thing I was just going to say, uh, you know, this, this idea that you were talking about of like dreams actually being windows into like multiverse versions of ourselves, multiple timelines, parallel realities. This idea is actually fascinating. And this idea is actually mainstream right now. Um, the new Dr. Strange movie literally says this, it, it literally says like dreams are like like when we're dreaming we're actually having dreams of like our multiverse versions of ourselves so this is like getting out there into like the collective conscious and everything um and and again you know i don't think it's just something that's just for the sake of a movie uh there's definitely some truth to that are all of them that not necessarily but again you know dreams uh, again, I think of it as like, is is like this ancient, like spiritual technology. And when we're going inwards, it's connecting us to like a network. And within that network, we can kind of like hop into being able to kind of like see into other timelines, see into past, see into the future, see into parallel, see into multiple, whatever the words that we want to put on it. Um, incredibly fascinating. But anyways, I'll pass it over to Lacey. And then, and, and I love Lacey, um, you got some dream stories you wanted to be able to share here as well. But if you want to <clears throat> hit upon anything that we're talking about in the parallel dream stuff, uh, please by all means and, and Devin and Lacey if you guys want to back, bounce back and forth feel free to go go for it at any point so Lacey over to you yeah I think uh, Devin touched on some really really fascinating uh, stuff when it comes to dreams um, yeah like the whole you know are we like seeing into alternate timelines other lifetimes um, past present future um, and I have a lot of my own personal experiences with that, that I could share at another time. I don't need to right now, but definitely, um, I think there's a lot of truth to that. Um, and yeah, so, um, I could even touch base on that, like the whole multiverse thing, because the dream I had last night kind of was related to that um if you've heard some of my previous dream escapades um I tend to travel a lot I'm a traveler and I traveled to all sorts of different places all throughout the universe in dream time um usually through portals but there's there's like a lot of different ways to do it and it was fascinating um, recently because me and Brennan did go watch Doctor Strange and um, to see them, you know, there's like a, like a superhero character called um, America and she literally has the ability to like punch holes, like create portals 
are rips in the fabric of space and time, which is fascinating because I've done this similar stuff in dream time um, to travel throughout the multiverse. And so that's kind of just like the premise. I won't go any more in depth with that, but she's super cool because I'm like, wow, like people don't understand, like this is something that we can actually do um, when we go to sleep and we all have this ability to do it. It's just whether or not um, we're tapping into it. Like Brendan said, what are we exposing ourselves to? Like anything like dreams are, you know, they're a tool and they're, um, we have the ability to flex that muscle and make it super strong and be able to get really good at doing those things. So hopefully I'm still on topic, but I have, um, so the one that I had last night, like the dream I had, I don't have full recall. Like I obviously I woke twice in the middle of the night, um, to feed river. And then I was up at seven 40 with my older son. So my sleep was pretty disjointed, but I do recall navigating this multi-dimensional space that was very discombobulated. It was like, um, it looked like multiple different things bleeding into the other, like very dreamlike, very weird, surreal, um, kind of like a painting. And I was kind of almost like casually walking through this interdimensional space. Like I, um, there was like crumbling buildings, but like I was very grounded in this space. I wasn't out of control. I was very in control of how I was navigating it, which is fascinating. Um, and I was just exploring and asking questions. And I do remember being able to hear my inner voice quite loudly, um, like echoing like throughout the space. Is there a way you can explain it? Um, like almost like I was like having this conversation with myself and I tend to do that in dream time where I'm having internal dialogue. I don't know if anyone else experiences that, but I have deep, meaningful conversations with myself in dream time where I'm, I'm doing the work. Like I'm really, really just tapping in. I'm tapping into spirit. I'm tapping into the messages that are coming through. Um, and this took many, many years to get good at this. Like I've been like, documenting and practicing dream time for for like what over like probably 17 or 18 years now so um take that with what you will you know what I mean like how I talk about dreams doesn't necessarily mean how everyone else has to experience them or go through them but that's just how I see them um anyways um there's two dreams that I will share I'll share this one first and then I'll share my lucid dream that I had a couple weeks ago. So this one um, was really interesting because it had a lot to do with past and future. So there was uh, a time element, which I tend to dream about a lot. I travel into the future a lot and I travel into the past a lot. Um, in this one, I was travel. I was in some futuristic city and I was just kind of like, you know, just like a regular person in this city, just walking down the street, just going about my business. And, um, I was on a mission. I knew in the dream that I was searching for something and I tend to search for stuff a lot. I don't know if other people have that thing, but I'm always looking for something, a puzzle to, to solve, um, just how my brain works, I guess. And in this one, I was looking for the number six. And if I found the number six, like that would be like, 
that meant something. It was meaningful if I found this number. So as I came to this kind of like a parking lot area, um, there's like huge buildings like towering over me. I remember the ground was quite wet and there was all these like, like paper, like pamphlets or with writing on them. And I thought, oh, they're lottery tickets. And I'm like, like, I'm going to win the lottery. I don't know why I thought this, but like, if I found this number, it correlated with me, like winning something or something grand would happen. And so I looked among these tickets that were kind of like wet and soaking in the water. And I, uh, I, I found the number, I found the number six on one of them. And on each of the tickets, there was uh, events that were of the future and of the past, like written out, like major events that were going to happen um, on the planet. And like, it was really intense because you're like trying to read it all and it's like soaking wet or it's like falling apart. And I was just like, oh my gosh, I need to like retain this. Like, this is important. So that was the beginning of the dream. And then um, I dream jumped to this very weird um, labyrinth type landscape in the sky. And it was like very, um, I guess, Greek or like sandstone. I don't know. Yeah. Like the landscape, like the, it's very hard to explain it because it wasn't rooted in reality. It was fair. It was shifting. It was moving. There was like pillars of sand and blocks of sand. And like, I was there with a few other people and we were, um, also looking for something and we had to move through this this labyrinth and we get to this one area where there was this very like didn't fit in at all it was like um this, this electronic device almost like a gateway that was in the middle of the one space and um I entered it and this electrical current would come down through the the gateway and enter through um, our, our head and then come out through our third eye and it would like shoot out, but it was quite painful. Like the experience was not comfortable. I just remember the people I were with, they kept trying. We were all kind of struggling. We didn't really know how this thing worked or what it was for. And then I remember thinking like, okay, like I'll vocal tone, like I'll tone and do like a mantra. And I think that'll like, I don't take the energy and focus say like give it like a a channel to focus this um electrical current and so I did it and uh I think the tone that I did was like um like I'm not super familiar with like the chakra stuff but I I think it was like it might have been the throat I'm trying to think of like the sound that that one makes but um, so I did that and then it, and it worked and then it opened up like another gateway. So, um, we kind of moved through that and there was all these challenges and these puzzles and these things to, to solve, which I love. And I love, I love stuff like that in waking life. So it makes sense that I'd be dreaming of it on a grander scale in dream time. And sometimes, you know, like, Oh, what does that mean? What does that mean for me? in waking life, like, what am I trying to solve? What am I searching for? And ultimately, I think that I'm always on this journey of self-discovery and um, learning how to, to work with my shadow self, to, to work with my higher dimensional self, which 
um, I've been leaning into more. I've done a lot of shadow work in Dreamtime. So I think now I've like kind of moved into um, working in the higher dimensional spaces. Um, I don't know if I'm like rambling. Brendan, my dog's barking. So he's just like out back. But hopefully you guys are enjoying the, the dream stories. Um, and so the last dream before I'll pass pass off to Brendan. Um, it's pretty short. Uh, I'm always fascinated by lucid dreaming. I'm not a huge, like, I'm not like an expert in it. Um, I've done it a lot, but I'm not as good as I'd like to be. Um, but yeah, so I know that usually when I'm not sleeping very well, or when I'm like, when I had my first son, I had crazy dreams and I actually had a lot of crazy lucid dreams right after I had him. So it was interesting to see, I was interested in seeing what would happen after I had River if the veil would be thinner, if I would be like closer to being able to just automatically lose a dream. So that's actually what happened a couple of weeks ago. Um, I had this dream where I was just like in a very dark environment. Like it felt like an unconscious dream, like how a lot of people actually dream where they're like faces they don't recognize. The environment's very clouded, very, um, almost like it's dusk or nighttime or foggy. Um, a lot of other people that are like new to practice will say that's what they experience. Uh, so I was kind of like moving through this like suburb. It's like just like a, a neighborhood and it was really dark. Like everything was like really like over contrast, like super dark. And I was just trying to focus my eyes. I was like, where am I? Where am I going? And I felt very lost and kind of like, I didn't know where I was. And so all of a sudden I was like, oh my gosh, like you're dreaming. And so usually with, when you come to realization, you're dreaming, things become insanely clear. Um, the vibrance, the, the, like, just like, it's insane. Like it's hard to fully describe. Um, but it's like waking up, waking up, like it feels more real than this reality when you become lucid, but I didn't experience that this time everything stayed in this very muted tone and it was still very dark, but I, but I was like, Oh, I'm in a dream. So at this point, everything almost looked like there wasn't even, um, like weight to it. Like things looked almost like just like smoke, like kind of like floated away. And it was very purpley. Like the environment got very like a deep, purple color and then I thought in my mind I thought of the tree of life and I was like I want to go to the tree of life and in that moment when I thought that like before me like out in the distance far far out in the distance um the, the environment like kind of expanded and I could see this huge tree the tree of Yggdrasil I guess they call it and it it appeared and it was huge. It was big as the trees. Um, if you ever seen the movie Avatar, it was absolutely just like beyond anything I could, you know, envision or experience. And I, and it pulled me to it. So I was super far from it. And then it like, almost like I didn't like a magnet, like pulled me towards the tree. And it was like pulsating this very purple, um, like fuchsia colors from behind it, but there was this, it was illuminated. It was huge. And, and the feeling that came over me was just, it was really, really beautiful. It was this moment of just like peace and like 
purity and I don't know, just bliss. It was very, it was brief. It wasn't, I didn't stay there very long. I woke up. So I was only there briefly to kind of witness it and know that it exists. And I'd love to travel back there. So yeah, that was a couple of the dreams I had. Um, yeah. I know I touched base a bit about like the, the multiverse and all that, but yeah, I think they all kind of relate to that. So that's all for now. It's fascinating. Awesome. Thank you. Thank you, Lacey. I was kind of in and out of that. I didn't get to hear the whole story. I'm going to have to go back and, and listen to oh, yeah. some of that, unfortunately. Um, I feel like I'm rambling, though, so I'm like, oh, I'm trying to fit it all in. I love when you ramble, though. It's, it's oh, my favorite thing. So They're pretty detailed, so I'm trying to, like, compress it. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Um, Lauren, thank you for joining in. Welcome to the circle. Glad to be able to have you here. So, Congratulations to you both. <laughs> cool um lauren we were kind of going around with introductions and stuff like that um but if you wanted to even just like reply to anything that Lacey was talking about candace you as well feel free to just kind of jump in and then um lauren we can do a proper introduction for you uh devin did have to step out so thank you again to devin i know there was probably something that she was gonna probably talk more about too but i'm sure we'll hear from her again when she's able to join in for a future one um but yeah lauren was there anything like in response to Lacey's stories or anything you want to talk about otherwise we can get into introduction for you if you'd like absolutely i love the way you describe your dreams Lacey. it's so fascinating and the electromagnetic currents and the labyrinth of what the multiverse is and how you're like pulling and attracting and magnifying that tree of life of presence and bliss towards you, right? It's such a metaphor for the human psyche and life and what you're experiencing, I'm sure, as a new mom and giving a love unconditionally. It's just beautiful. Um, Sorry, I was going to ask, Lacey, have you had, like, have you had dreams with River in them since he's been born? Like, has that happened yet explicitly? No, not not fully yet. No. Okay. I wonder if we could like set the intention for that to like dream time with the baby. Imagine if we get imagine if that was like an actual thing where it's like, you know, because again, it's like as a baby, he's not, you know, he's nonverbal and things like that. But as a spirit, surely he could communicate. So I wonder if there's like some sort of intention we could set where it's like when he goes to sleep we go to sleep and then we like show up in dream space together and he's like hey mom it's me your son river like i'm i'm a person in the dream time now or something mm -hmm. i don't know i'm just i feel like I it could happen it could the be modern mystery schools that'll be going on <laughs> right so yeah because yeah. i know we <laughs> dreamt about him before he was born so I feel like, yeah, because I mean, you know, even the concept of dream sharing and everything like that. But yeah, I, 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 you know, putting it out there even for anybody else, like any any mothers who have had dreams with their nonverbal babies, I, I feel like that's like a, a, a phenomenon that is worth exploring there. So, yeah, um, Lacey, if you want to jump in at any point, go ahead, but we can um, pass it over to, to Lauren. And we were just doing basic intros, just kind of like sharing a little bit about you know where our current dream practice is at on a scale of one to ten how our recall is and then if we want to get into any dream stories we can do that and then um we can just kind of like pass the talking stick around as we go and we'll wrap up here by the top of the hour so so lauren if you'd like to introduce yourself go right ahead and welcome to the circle thanks for having me always a pleasure to be here i'm lauren lauren bruna 
um, the finding hypnolition and insta and all the things. And I love analyzing dreams in the human psyche. I'm a hypnotherapist, so it's part of my life's work. And I have actually had some labyrinth of dreams myself lately in terms of who I've been interacting with and opening doors and closing other doors and um, precognitive things coming up that we're ready to be seen and processed through before perhaps it may or may not happen. But it's happened a lot to me where I've precognitively dreamt of something that was to happen and it's happened. Ooh, I'm getting a ringing in my ears as I say that. It's like claiming something when you're saying it in the moment. Um, but I, lucidly, I, I don't really have much experience with, I mean, I do in a sense, but I kind of free flow in the dream. I let it happen and whatever comes is what my psyche is trying to vent out or process or understand. Um, but the symbolism is, is such a beautiful thing. Like seeing red rocks, for instance, in a dream and being able to see how I can have more stability in my life based on that, more grounding, um, such simplicity in what we see and how we can practice it. And it really is creating more electromagnetic frequency within your body as you're analyzing your dreams and analyzing subconscious mind which is what the dreams are all about our subconscious which is the vast sea of consciousness that exists all around us and like even in dream circles like this as we share our energy with each other um we can you know start to dream about each other and we give and receive love from each other through that and it's interesting. Oh, it's so fascinating being in Austin now. I just moved to Austin, Texas. And there's a very big conscious community here. And it's really beautiful, the people on the interviewing journey and understanding organic life versus inorganic or artificial intelligence, which is a really interesting thing that I want to talk about more of because um, our reality and while we're living now is either organic or inorganic and there's ways to align our frequency for our chakras and our aura to be stronger within the planets grounding and anchoring for it to vibrate higher as we're rising in our vibrations and our frequency um but i will say a big part of my process in dreams is understanding that I just love the surrender of it and like the magic of the unknown of it. That's my favorite part. <laughs> and that's my stream of consciousness for the moment. <laughs> that's awesome. Yeah, definitely. It is very interesting to just kind of, you know, every night when we go to dream, it's kind of like opening up a present. We're just like, it's like, it's like, woo, like, I like that idea of like, even as we fall asleep to be able to set, you know, sometimes it's like, 
the intention is, oh, I want to dream of a specific place or do a specific thing. But it's like, but what if the intention is just to surrender to what is meant to be, but, but to like fully surrender, because I feel like if we fully surrender, that can kind of, again, kind of like empty our cup so that we can receive that. Whereas if we fill it up with expectations, maybe that's kind of, you know, like preventing us from, from receiving, you know? So it's like, just, there's a lot of trust. And, and, and I do like the theme of surrender and how that relates to dreaming as well. Um, Lacey, feel free to jump in at any point. We're just kind of um, just chit-chatting and everything right here. And and um, and at some point, Lisa, I'd love to even just give you a chance to just be able to share a little bit about, you know, what's the focus? Uh, like, what is your intention for your dreams moving forward, you know, as as you kind of get back into it and stuff? So, yeah, just chit-chatting here. So Yeah, I love that. I love um, the act of surrender in all aspects of life, um, especially in dreams. I really... I love that Lauren said that uh, because I find that when I do just kind of open myself up um, with very little expectation, that's when I tend to have the most um, potent and insightful experiences. You know, like you said, like just kind of like this, this empty cup that's willing to be filled. And um, I think lately that's been the case for me. I've had no expectations for dream time. I've just been super busy and um, I feel like the stuff that's been coming through has been like a higher frequency. It's felt very um, non-invasive, like not scary, not, um, and it's interesting because like during my pregnancy, I was going through like the dreams I was having during pregnancy were quite shadowy like they were really really like you know like past like relationships where people weren't treating me properly um deep stuff with my mom like you know you know really really dark stuff that um I think is forever an ongoing a healing thing for me but now that I've kind of moved through this like you know gestational phase of pregnancy and then being reborn with River um, even my dreams have been reborn, um, surrendering to them, letting them flow through me um, and just trying to uh, gain wisdom from them the best I can with the time I have during the day. Um, it's still, you know, I'm a bit of a perfectionist. I won't lie. And I tend even in dream time for like recalling and recording. Um, I'm like, come on, like I could be doing more work there, but at the same time, like, you know, surrendering to the fact that, you know, I'm being very present in my waking life right now and dreams. Um, I know I have a whole other life going on <laughs> in the astral and I know I'm still, I'm still doing the work there. And right now it's just important for me to, to listen to what's going on here as well. So, um, yeah, I'm rambling a little bit, but <laughs> yeah, I, I definitely love the act of surrendering dreams. I think that's a really good thing to, to practice. So. Yeah, there's definitely been a lot of themes of surrendering, especially, especially again, like for being a parent for myself, where it's just kind of, you know, me surrendering to the fact that for a good portion of it, like I will be, you know, like exhausted. I, I will be, you know, just kind of like at this point where, um, you know, like it's putting the, putting the needs of someone else before you in, in, in like the truest form ever. And also it's interesting because, you know, like even how that ties over back into dreams, 
is that, you know, during the first, um, like, like during like the first like month when our schedule was a little bit different, now we're starting to get a little bit more solidified. Um, for Lacey and I, it was like, you know, as a parent, it's, it's quite fascinating because it's just like, okay, like being a parent, this is part of the experience. You're going to exist with minimal sleep for the next four weeks. Um, but with that, it's also interesting because it's like those four weeks kind of becomes like this, like very dreamlike experience where you almost enter into like a hypnagogic state persistently, you know, where, where the body can operate on minimal sleep. It can, it, it, it's, I wouldn't recommend, you know, like driving on a highway while doing it, but you know, for the most part, you can still do things and everything like that. Um, and then honestly, I feel like during those first four months, it's their first four weeks. It's not like I wasn't dreaming. Like I, I know I was dreaming like crazy stuff. Um, and, and even, you know, like stuff that was like, like it was, it's interesting. Cause like when you're in that state and I'm sure some of us can relate to that. You know, have you ever had like those days where you just put in like so much work and you're exhausted and then it's like you hit the pillow and it's like literally within like 30 seconds, you're just like, boom, and you kind of like drop into another space. Um, so, you know, for, for me as a, as a father, like there'd be those moments where I'd just be like, oh, I'm just going to sit down for a second. And then like 30 seconds later, I'm like, I'm like phasing in and out of dimensions. I'm like, whoa, like where, like, where am I? Um, and it was interesting because I remember during some parts, um, like, and, and again, it, it wasn't so much like dreaming, but it was more so um, conducted thought um, in a very kind of hypnagogic state that was very dreamlike. So like when you're in this point of kind of exhaustion, if you just kind of take time to kind of like meditate and, 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 and use your imagination, uh, it can get very dreamlike. It can get very trippy. But one of the things that I was doing was kind of like um, imagining uh, like kind of like the future versions of River and, and kind of like talking to him in like his future form where like I would I would I, I was dreaming and, and I could feel it was almost kind of like like curtains and, and, and like these curtains were kind of like like peering into the future. Um, so it was kind of like like and I literally and it felt like it. it literally felt like I was I wasn't just imagining it, but I was actually like peering through time. Um, well in this kind of like half asleep half awake kind of mode and within that time it was me intentionally kind of like connecting with the energy of my son with river um, from that from that future timeline from that future state and I was just like okay like let's imagine him when he's like six years old and I'm talking to him then and then I'm like having this kind of conversation with him in my mind and then I'm like okay let's imagine him when he's like 13 years old and I'm having you know play that let's imagine him when he's like 25 years old and, and just the concept of that you know again it kind of it's interesting because like our thoughts are way more powerful than, than we believe and and yes dreams are kind of sometimes where it's like someone's pouring something into our cup uh, but at the same time it's like it, it, the space that they take place in it's all it's all here it's all in the mind so I think oftentimes we're uh, even with dreams where it's just kind of like it's like all right universe like give me something good um but at the same time within the 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 power of the mind and the meditation and, and just the creativity and everything like that like we can actually like craft um like worlds and craft scenarios and craft concepts um that kind of like take us along a track that can really um uh, you know like access some like very interesting uh experiences and forms of data and communication um so for me, that was kind of interesting, whereas like it being, in, you know, in those days where I'm kind of tired, but then kind of like falling asleep and then kind of like intentionally imagining things, um, but then kind of coming back and, and literally just be like, be like, whoa, like I was somewhere else. Like I was somewhere else, man, just for like, I wasn't fully asleep, but I was somewhere else. Like you're, you're kind of stepping in and out of these dimensional planes. And, and again, you know, it's, it's, 
a big part of it to be able to understand that it's like it's like this physical body like this isn't this physical reality this isn't our home technically like this is where we're residing but then it's like kind of like when we're entering into those hypnagogic or entering into those dream states it's almost like an elastic band that kind of like pulls us back into like those etheric realms and then and then it's kind of like you're there and then it's like you snap back into this reality so to speak um but then it's it's yeah it's kind of interesting because it's like that's yeah it's weird it's like it's like as spirit it's like we're more in those astral realms and then but we're just used to being here but this isn't like our this isn't where we're from like we're from there and then we're coming here opposed to being here and going there sort of thing if that makes sense at least that's my perspective on it which helps me understand it a bit um anyways i was just kind of rambling there for a bit go ahead lauren if you want to jump in no i love that take um and then when you said like whoa i want i made like this little rap in my head dimensions like whoa (laughs) it'd be a good poetry song i think that's it (laughs) that's all I just yeah, 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 yeah. Um, yeah. Like, <laughs> um, Lacey, just kind of chit chatting here. Um, yeah, like, have you kind of had those moments where you're kind of like, like, kind of like kicking in and out of like different dimensions and stuff like that, like in the through the pure exhaustion of being a parent when you sit down for a minute? <laughs> yeah, yeah, for sure. You're like almost like it feels like a daydream slightly, but it's hard to explain it almost mm-hmm. and you're like, you can't really tell what's real and what isn't in those spaces um I tend to fall into deep REM really quickly but um yeah I I've had ones where I'm like I'll wake like I'm not even fully asleep but I'll like kind of be like did that happen like was that did I do that like you know like I start to question reality because it feels so real or I'm in this space that's very like it's almost like I haven't left or something am I explaining that well like I I'm still on this dimensional plane so it feels like super super, like Mm -hmm. very weird cloudy and fuzzy and Mm -hmm. but what you were saying about like seeing river and like uh in like future totally I think that I've had lots of dreams of Jaden where he's you know various ages you know like and you're like am I seeing you out of like is that what you're going to be like is that who you are like I guess we won't know until we get there but very cool very cool the places you can access and um, especially when you have a deep connection with someone um, I feel you're able to read their, their, um, I don't know what you would call it, but like their energetic body or their like soul body or whatever that they're navigating the astral plane in. I feel like you can access them easier. So for example, you and River obviously have a connection and I feel like, you know, if you wanted to dream more with River and you totally could why not right like there's this this deep link between you two and I know for me like with Jaden I've always had a deep link um with certain animals I have like very very deep links with my you know with with Cooper with with my cat Charlie Brown and um it's interesting and then even some people that are new to me um 
I always find that cool. I'm like, if I'm dreaming of someone and they're a frequent <laughs> visitor, I'm like, huh, this is interesting. Like, why do, why do they keep coming to my dreams? Like, why do we keep meeting up? And then I think like, oh, is there like the soul link? There's something there. There's gotta be. Yeah. <laughs> oh my gosh, what a cute baby. How cute. Wonder like, what her would feed. say. Yeah. Feed me. What do you feel about dreams? <laughs> yeah, I, like I, again, I wonder what he's dreaming of. You know, like does he dream he that he's just seem like he's dreaming oh, he's, he's definitely dreaming of stuff like I, I wonder if he's just like a ball that's floating around or maybe he dreams of like being different animals or something or who knows man that'd be kind of funny like some dreams you like see him he's like getting chased by something he's like what it's so funny <laughs> like yeah so vocal so yeah um just reading some of the comments here in the chat um uh ether aura aurora uh beautiful name and thank you for your comments from earlier as well they said uh that neutral still point is really something it's hard to even put into words without distorting its energetic imprint it's like the gateway to infinity and beyond it's a genius faculty of reality and yeah going back to that um again you know like that's it's very interesting to kind of you know, we're talking about dreams, <clears throat> but really we're talking about dreams as a gateway to infinity, as a gateway to like those higher dimensional realms and stuff like that. So I think it's interesting to kind of like <clears throat> lean into those moments where we may kind of like feel like we're tired or, or even if we're just entering into a deep space of meditation to intentionally access that gateway to access that like point of infinity um you know for various purposes for like creative purposes for reflective purposes and um yeah like i like the idea of you know for for some of us to just kind of um kind of in those moments where next time you may feel where it's like it's like oh like i'm feeling I'm feeling like I need an afternoon nap. Um, but instead of just being like, okay, I'm going to sleep to kind of like go into that stage where you're like, you're, you're sleep, you're going to sleep, but you're almost like trying to keep your consciousness awake and then kind of like use that state um, to be able to kind of like access that point with a little bit more awareness. Cause I think again, you know, like we're, we're constantly accessing these states, but I think um, in order to really be able to get the most of it, <clears throat> it's also about being able to really focus on having that recall. Um, and, and, you know, that's something that I know a lot of us are, are continuing to work on, but I think again, part of it is just being able to have the intention of kind of like, like going into the experience of a dream with the intention of coming out of it, opposed to just being like, Oh, I'm going to sleep to sleep. It's like kind of like a psychedelic experience where it's like Terrence McKenna talks about this, where, you know, you go into the psychedelic experience with the intention to bring something back. So even if you're just doing like a quick micro nap, you know, really go into it like a student, you know, like with vigilance and be like, okay, like create that mental muscle where you're like, logging things you see be like be like okay i'm falling asleep okay oh visions are coming to me okay there's there's an eagle okay remember the eagle okay oh there's a giant tree remember the giant tree and then you kind of wake up and then you instantly you know get in the habit of like recording that sort of thing um again i'm just kind of brainstorming here but i, I love the idea and and again a lot of this goes back to the hypothesis and just kind of like the just the mental exercise of like let's assume that us here as humans talking about dreams <clears throat> we're just scratching the surface so like what would it look like for someone who is like an adept dreamer or or you know like someone from maybe like another culture atlantis or something like that like someone who was like an a plus 
full access to the abilities of dreams, what would that look like? Where it's like every night, you know, it's like they're going to sleep and it's like their full consciousness is like in another plane and it's there and it's interacting and it's talking and there's like a full memory link and then it comes back and then, you know, and, and it's kind of like, it, it's, it's, again, it's, it's like, it's like we're here in the physical, but then dreams are almost like a way to be able to teleport to anywhere in the universe and then to have those experiences and then to reintegrate them back into our body. And I feel like in dreams, we're doing that, but we're just not bringing it back um, or we're just not kind of carrying with it that same intention. So again, it's like when you start fathoming what is the potential of dreams, it starts giving you a little bit of direction to be like, oh, okay, you know, like, like having that ability to focus more on the recall, um, I really feel just kind of like it opens up our ability as like a cosmic citizen to, to start exploring these. And, and I think, you know, one of the ways that's helpful to be able to approach dreams is to approach it as an explorer. You know, you're, 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 you're entering into new spaces, you're finding new things, you're discovering things, you're seeing things you haven't seen before. And then you're recording it, you're logging it, you're documenting it, and you're bringing it back. So don't just be a tourist, you know, be like, like an intentional explorer of the realms. Um, and again, and that's also, you know, both for the collective, but then also exploring for, for your for yourself, you're exploring like your own like soul landscape. Um, and with that, you know, like you're kind of what we were talking about originally, you may meet like other parts of yourself, like other archetypes of yourself. Again, it's just kind of fascinating, just kind of think about that there's like more to this reality than we have than we that we still have to discover and then also more of ourself that we still have to be able to discover and explore and everything like that um does that make sense to you guys is it that's beautiful yeah yeah totally cool cool yeah so again i'd love for again anyone who's tuned into this to really just kind of all of us you know set that intention to be explorers and um, for dream recall, again, you know, have a journal, voice record, upload videos to the internet, have community to talk about it, have someone to talk about it, talk to your animal about it, like literally just the act of talking about it as soon as it happens, even if you literally are just talking to a wall or just to yourself, like I said, it kind of creates that second memory that allows the recall to kind of solidify. So um, it's like working a muscle, just get into that habit where it's like, as soon as you wake up, instantly, your first instinct should be like, what just happened? Let's talk about it to create that list. And then, you know, again, it's, it's, it's baby steps, but um, you do that eventually. And then eventually you're going to, you know, it's going to allow you to kind of like draw a larger map of the things that you're exploring. So um, yeah, I don't know. It's, to me, it's fascinating. It's always been fascinating to me. So yeah. Um, anybody else have any thoughts on that? We're going to get close to wrapping it up in the next little bit so we can get kind of moving into closing thoughts and stuff as well. So yeah. Yeah. A lot. Both of what you said really stood out to me. Um, definitely when Lacey mentioned when people come into our dreams and the reasons why they might be involved in dreams is who we're thinking about and who's thinking about us and maybe they have an effect on us or they've worked through some type of, um, they can teach us something or we can learn from them in a certain way. and you think about the multiverse right and and astrally who you're traveling with and the amount of different timelines or universes that exist also within the density of our body and how yes like we're empathic and we have all these different realms that we can move into but i do feel really strongly it is about this present body as well and working through that um and what our heart's calling us to do within dreams 
is so raw and real and beautiful and the memories of them it's true really having intention like you said Brendan like going to bed and being like playfully like I would love to remember my dreams tonight and if it happens it happens if not it's okay but it's building that and especially without expectation of it um yeah yeah, it's so wild what we can do in the dream world and what we can access and it's the idea of like being in many different places at once almost like the fragments of our soul are different areas um we can access all of them like is our consciousness existing in other bodies at once that's a that's a fascinating concept to ponder <laughs> can we have other um energetic archetypes that are just like us that ever going through something really fascinating like you said atlantis i mean our bodies can also have dna from atlantis that we're accessing or other worlds other planets other dimensions and um, yeah this world is so magical when we really tap into it absolutely yeah i i, I do like you said lauren i, I love the idea that <clears throat> you know dreams are a way to continue to kind of like build this body here you know it, it's almost as if like in this adventure we kind of come into it and then there's like parts of ourselves that are like locked up in little treasure chests that are inside dungeons on the other side of the map like I'm using like breath of the wild Zelda analogies here but it's like you literally have to quest to go find them if you just sit there um, you know, some things are going to kind of come to you every now and then. But I think, you know, when we approach dreams with the intention of it literally being a way to build ourselves, to like build our soul, to like bring more of those soul fragments back into mm -hmm. the wholeness of who we are. Um, it's fascinating. It's really fascinating. And again, you know, it, it really just goes back to the to the journey of knowing thyself. And, and, and yes, you can kind of, I think for a lot of people, you can know yourself as the ego that you've created yourself as the character that you've created yourself as here within this three-dimensional reality. But the reality is, is we are more than that. And for some people just knowing who we are in the 3d, that's enough. But for some of us on a soul level, we feel the call to want to connect with more of the 5d. Um, and, and again, both for our own personal like revelations, but then also in the ways that will allow us to cultivate more consciousness, which we can bring back into our relations, into our community, into our creativity as well. Um, and to really, again, kind of like show up <clears throat> as a, as a steward, as a steward for consciousness. Um, there, there are parts of ourselves that are there waiting for us to discover them. And, and again, I think dreams are the place for, for a big part of it to be able to come through. So cool. Um, I feel like we're, we're about ready to, to wrap it up. So let's just kind of go around with some kind of closing thoughts and intentions, and then we'll, uh, we'll finish off the circle for today. So um, yeah, my, my closing thoughts. Um, yeah, again, I, I'm fascinated with dreams. Talking about dreams to me is so, so important. I constantly throughout my life have kind of gone through a wax and wane of like being focused and not focused, um, but it's always something that I come back to and, and having community has always been such an important part about it. I love being able to hear from other people. I love being able to share in the success of other people. I love being able to support people on dreams, whether or not they're brand new or, you know, they've been doing it for a while. And uh, my intentions moving forward is to, you know, start getting more into the habit of recording my dreams, of creating that recall. Um, 
even if it's sloppy like i don't care like i just want to be able to like get it in the process of going like don't worry about perfection when it comes to dream recall um just get it going just start building that muscle and then it will become better over time and as you build the recall i think the dreams change um as the recall changes as well so it's like you're sending out the signal where it's like you're leveling up and the universe is like okay let's send them something else let's send them something more that they're ready for whereas if you don't show any interest in your dreams then it's more likely that they will just kind of become you know just like secondary fascinations and stuff whereas if you're just like no like my relationship with my dreams is i'm showing up to recall so that i can show up to be present with the conversations that are going to happen you know it's kind of like it's like imagine you're going to a party and and there's someone there and and they're like a really important person and they want to be able to talk to you but if you're like not paying attention and not like you know, showing up to meet them in the first place, then they won't even, you know, like you're going to miss that conversation. So what conversations are waiting for you um, within dream space and, and how can you best show up for them? So, yeah. Um, Lauren or Lacey and Candace, any closing thoughts and stuff? So practicing my recall and talking more about it and coming back here for more. Go ahead, Lacey. Yeah. Yeah, sure. Um, yeah. As always, happy to be here, happy to share, and also to learn from other people. I love, love to hear what people are up to in dream time and how they're integrating it into their waking life. Um, yeah, for me, you know, setting the intention to, to continue um, practicing and always listening to myself and listening to my heart. Um, in all the ways and especially in dream time and I look forward to being able to come back and oh someone's coming and to share again and I'd love to um, have see some new faces maybe and have more people um, yeah sorry places gotta go all right thank you Lacey we'll, we'll talk to you soon love you cool <laughs> All right. And um, yeah, Lauren Candace, any just closing thoughts and gratitude? Go, go ahead. Go ahead, Lauren, if you, or Candace, whoever wants to unmute first. Oh, Lauren, do you want to go ahead? Yeah, just yeah. any closing thoughts and gratitude. That's fine. Yeah, thank you for the space. I love chatting about dreams and really being able to understand more about our subconscious the vast abyss of the void that exists within us. Um, and knowing that it's great to have co-regulation within these types of spaces to really communicate them because you understand more about yourself as you're communicating your dreams and somatically speaking them out, emotionally feeling what the depth of the dream really meant to you. And um, yeah, being able, the more we do it, we can start to predict future events and we can also see where our psyche is um, and what we're really surrounding ourselves with. I like someone earlier, I think her name was um, Devin maybe, Devin, yeah. mentioned how um, where I lost it. <laughs> oh, she mentioned how what she was watching was very um, mm -hmm. maybe post-apocalyptic and so it is really important to start to think about what we're surrounding our minds with as well so that our subconscious is focusing more on something that's organic and lush and peaceful and blissful like the tree of life that Lacey mentioned and um, 
yeah, just taking note on what we can be surrounded by so that our dreams are self-actualizing and really like we're really realizing what we want to create. Beautiful, beautifully said. Absolutely. Yeah. And surrounding ourselves with awesome community, again, kind of creates that energetic bubble of just reinforcing more of those like awesome experiences. So mm-hmm. awesome. Thank you. Thank you, Lauren, so much. Beautiful. Thank you so much. And, um, Please go ahead. Yep. Any closing thoughts and gratitude? I'll go. It was nice to be in the dream circle and I look forward to coming back to have, um, share more and be part of the dream um, extension magic. Awesome. Thank you, Candice. I'm glad everyone was able to make it. So beautiful. All right. So again, for everyone here tuning into this in the future, thank you guys so much as well. Again, you can find us on Spotify, Paradigm Shift Radio, YouTube Skull Babylon, and go ahead and check out the Patreon if you guys want to join in for future meetings. Uh, again, $11 membership. Thank you to our Patreon supporters. And if you check the link in my profile on the Snip feed, uh, you can also purchase individual tickets if that's something you prefer. And uh, yeah, feel free to send me a direct message if you have interest in joining future events. And uh, yes, keep it keep an eye open um, in the discord on my Instagram for information about the next upcoming dream circle. So on behalf of myself and all the other fellow amazing dreamers that we have had with us here tonight, thank you so much for being a part of Druid and Mystic's dream circle, wishing everyone an ongoing pleasant and uh, exciting dream practice and uh, come back and tell us more of your dream stories in the next Druid and Mystic dream circle. So until next time, thanks again, everyone. Much love. We'll wrap it up here. So bye everyone. Bye.